When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hi you guys it's yaz and today i want to clear up the confusion between narcissism and autism okay so many people want to classify a narcissistic person and as as saying, well, you know, they have ADHD, they have autism and everything like that. You can't say that they're narcissistic when they're really on the autism spectrum. So I'm going to clarify the differences between a narcissistic person and an autistic person. And I think I'm pretty well diversified on this because I have two sons that are on the autism spectrum, Okay. One of my sons is high-functioning autism. The other son is very, very low-functioning autism. He is PDD, which is pervasive developmental disorder. He's on the low end. He's nonverbal. Um, they're both, you know, older teenagers. So I'm going to explain to you exactly the difference, all right? And I got to tell you, this particular topic really i'm very passionate about okay because i've been through so much with my kids between therapies you know schools education you know aba therapy and everything like that studying the autism brain first the first thing you got to understand when you're dealing with an autistic person is that their brains are wired differently than let's say um you know a neurotypical person is brain. So an, an, an autistic person, you know, they're on a spectrum. All right. Just like narcissism is on a spectrum. You have people that are very, very autistic, you know, that have no expressive language and the way they communicate could be through iPads or sign language or other things like that. And you have uh, narcissistic people that you know can have no empathy whatsoever and there's some people that are on the narcissism spectrum that have a little bit of empathy that could just have narcissistic characteristics but see here's the difference 
Here's the difference, okay? And especially when we talk about ADHD. Now, when somebody's ADHD, generally, if they're severely ADHD, which my younger son is, and he can't sit still, he's a pacer. He's up and down the stairs all day long. A lot of times when you go near him, he'll walk away from you. He needs his own space, all right? The, people like to say, you know, individuals are on the autism spectrum and they're not narcissistic. And I'm going to tell you how to differentiate the two. First of all, let me clarify something up. People that are on the autism spectrum can have empathy, okay? How do I know that? Because my older son, who's high-functioning autism, is the most empathetic human being you have ever met in your life. That kid, his sensory perception is so strong, he could feel when you're upset. He, it's almost like he's got a sixth sense that he can sense when things aren't right. If you're sitting next to him and things aren't right, he could feel it, and it's almost like he's upset because he knows something's wrong. You know, autistic people can pick up. Their sensory is so strong, they could pick up when you're not feeling right. And even my younger son, who's low functioning, when I'm upset, it will cause him to have an episode because he could feel the tension in me or the stress in me. So a lot of times when I'm dealing with him, I have to stay calm. I have to stay calm because if I don't stay calm, it's gonna trigger him. But the different the difference between autism and let's say narcissism, nar a narcissist rather, is that a narcissist's intentions, a narcissist has you know mal intention. They have evil intentions. Whereas an autistic person, when they seem aloof, or they seem distant, or they may ignore you, or something like that, it's because that's, you know, the way they handle things and they, you know, it's not to hurt you. That's the difference. When a narcissist does something like that, a narcissist is trying to hurt you. A narcissist is trying to have control of a situation. Autistic people are not trying to have control of a situation. Autistic people are not flipping the blame on you. Autistic people see the world visually pictures. That's why they use the the PECS books and everything like that, picture books for them to communicate. It's very different from a narcissist, okay? A narcissist is extremely insecure. Uh, somebody that's autistic, they have sensory issues. They can either be overstimulated or they could be understimulated. And this is something that we deal with on a daily basis in my house, trying to figure out whether my son is overstimulated or understimulated because we have episodes here daily and we're constantly trying to figure it out between the medicines that we give him to keep him balanced and his behavior, okay? It's completely different than dealing with a narcissist. And if, if you ever brought this up in the autism group on Facebook that's got 100,000 people, they will pounce on you, okay? So do not ever equate autism with narcissism. And anybody that does that is a flat-out idiot, okay? I, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it because it's true. Because unless you live with somebody who's, who's, who's autistic, you will never, ever get it. So... Just because somebody, you know, may have ADHD where they can't sit still or something like that, 
There's a difference between that and a narcissist who's deliberately trying to avoid you, deliberately not responding to your messages, okay? They're not responding to your messages because they're trying to invalidate you. An autistic person is not trying to invalidate you. An autistic person may sit on the other side of the room because it's too much. They need their space, okay? Whereas a narcissistic person may ignore you because they're trying to pay you back. So what you have to understand is the intent in it all, okay? A narcissist does it because they have malintent. And a lot of narcissists are going to try to cover up their narcissism by calling themselves autistic. And you've got to understand this. So when they try to pull that crap, what you have to say is, really, you're autistic? Have you been diagnosed? Do you have a medical diagnosis of being on the autism spectrum? And if they say no, then that right there tells you exactly that they're full of crap, okay? Because if somebody is autistic, somewhere in their childhood, nine times out of 10, not everybody, but nine times out of 10, they will have a medical diagnosis that a school will pick up. Schools will pick this up, okay? They, they, the minute that they see a child is not right, the first thing they'll do is they'll contact the parents and they'll say, you know what? I think your child needs to be evaluated by a psychologist or a neurologist and, and, and checked out. Like my younger son, who's, you know, I, I never thought he was going to be autistic because he looked okay the first year and a half. But by the time he was two, we had him evaluated by a uh, psychiatrist who told us he's on the spectrum, okay? And the same thing with my other son. They were both diagnosed by the time they were two or three. So the, the schools will see this in somebody and you will have it in your IEP or, you know, your school reports saying that the child, you know, is not typical or the child's been diagnosed. And this will definitely be picked up in a school because a lot of times when somebody's autistic, they can't sit in their chair at school. They're moving around. They may have a hard time making friends or something like that. They may have, you know, behaviors like my son, he bangs the wall. He could do self-injurious behavior. We're slapping his head. That's, that's on the severe end. Or they could just, like my older son who's high-functioning, when he used to go to kindergarten, he used to throw himself down on the ground when he first got to school. And they used, you know, ABA therapy, and he truly is a miracle. They said he would never talk or anything like that, and he ended up graduating high school with a Regents diploma. He works now. He's very, very smart. So the point I'm trying to make is, you guys, this will all be picked up in somebody's childhood 99.9% of the time if they're autistic, okay? So what narcissists do is they try to, this is how they try to get out of something. They'll say, well, you know, I'm autistic, so, you know, you're picking on me or you're abusing me or something like that. And that's when you should be like, really, have you, you know, have you been checked out? Do you have a medical diagnosis? Maybe you need to go get checked out because unless you have a medical diagnosis, you are not on the autism spectrum, you know, unless it's been t completely diagnosed, all right? 
And like I said, the big difference that you're going to see between an autistic person and a narcissistic person is that a narcissistic person's intentions are evil, okay? It's for their ego. It's to inflate their image. They will blame. I've never seen an autistic person flip the blame on somebody else when something doesn't go right. I have never seen it, and I've lived a lot of life, you guys. I'm not going to tell you my age, but I've lived a lot of life, and I have yet to see ever an autistic person flip the blame on somebody else and that's exactly what a narcissist does so that's how you're going to tell the difference and also um you know having a child you know that that's autistic having two children that are autistic i can tell you firsthand that they do have empathy autistic people do have empathy do have heart and i've seen it okay like i said my older son has more heart than anybody in my family, okay? That kid will do anything for somebody. He's so sensitive. He feels so deep. His expressive language is not great, okay? He has a hard time, you know, trying to read a paragraph and trying to absorb exactly abstract thinking, but he feels for people. He feels when people are hurting. He's, he worries about what people think, you know, um, you know, he, he wants to be perfect. He wants his birthday to be perfect and everything like that. So understand this. Most of the time that people are sitting there and they're trying to equate it, they either don't understand what autism is because they haven't lived with it, but just bring this up in the autism group and you'll see 100,000 people pounce on you if you ever try to equate autism with narcissism because we're living with it every day and we know the difference. And we know that a narcissist is an evil person that's insecure, that's a coward, that will try to hide between, you try to hide behind being autistic in order to be able to manipulate somebody and this is the way they cover up all their malintentions of trying to hurt you and say, oh, well, you know, I, I have a mental illness. I'm autistic. Where's your medical diagnosis? I want to see it signed off by a psychiatrist or a neurologist because unless you have that, I don't believe that you're autistic. Okay, I said it because that's the truth. And like I said, if somebody is truly autistic, they would have picked up on it in school. Nine times out of ten, they will pick, up, pick it up on school. So don't ever let anybody try to, you know, bring this kind of thing up and say, oh, well, you know, you really just because, you know, like a lot of times I talk about covert narcissists and how they ignore you and how they don't return your texts or, you know, how they'll ignore you in a room and everything like that. And I have these people that come back at me and say, well, how do you know they're not ADHD? Okay. You know how I know? Because I look at the whole person and I know their intent and I watch their other patterns of behavior and I see that they're doing it to hurt me. They're doing it to invalidate me, okay? I can tell the difference between that and somebody who's autistic who may be on the other side of the room because they don't want to deal with that sensory um, input. They, they need to calm down and be on the other side of the room. There's a, 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 a huge difference in that, okay? So don't ever, you will know, you will know, okay? It's not just one thing, it's a, a, a bunch of things because when you're dealing with a narcissist, 
there's a bunch of things that you have to recognize. Their lack of empathy, the fact that they play games. Autistic people don't play games. Narcissists play mind games. That's a big difference, okay? If an autistic person doesn't answer you right away or something like that, you've got to look at you know what's going on with them at the current moment and understand that autistic people they see the world differently they see the world you know in the form of pictures this is how we communicate with the pecs book or with the uh you know the speech apps on the ipads and everything like that we use pictures a lot of times you know the pro the difference with an autistic person as opposed to a narcissistic person is autistic people they have sensory issues and they have problems a lot of times with their expressive language they have a hard time expressing in words what they, they understand but they can't put it into words they're missing that piece of the puzzle to really put it into words that's why when they read a paragraph sometimes they they have a hard time with abstract thinking and letting you know exactly what that paragraph means. The problem is with their expressive language, okay? A narcissist doesn't have a problem with expressive language. A narcissist pretends to have problems. It's all a game, it's all a mask. A narcissist knows exactly what they're doing. So like I said, I'm gonna cap this off. I'm very passionate about this, you guys, okay? I'm gonna cap this off and I'm gonna let you know this, all right? Next time people want to use that excuse and say, well, you know, they're ADHD or they're autistic. Let me see your medical diagnosis. Let me see your medical diagnosis. That's what I have to say to, about that. And let me see what your pattern of behavior is in everyday life. And then I'll be able to assess whether you really are on the autism, ADHD spectrum and things like that. Okay. Because even somebody let's say who's higher functioning ADHD, they know right from wrong. They know how to make a phone call. They don't just ignore you because they're ADHD, okay? They're very self-aware, all right? So let's not, you know, let's not confuse the two, shall we? And understand this, um, you know, autistic people are the most, you know, they're all heart. They may not be able to express it, but they do most definitely have a lot of empathy, all right? So that's what I have to say to all of that. So I hope that helps you guys in trying to differentiate between autism and narcissism and understand that, you know, like I said, an autistic person, they have a problem with their expressive language and sensory issues. A narcissist plays mind games. A narcissist has no empathy, a narcissist flips the blame on you. A narcissist is a liar. An autistic person is not generally a liar, okay? You have to understand the definition of each one and do not equate them as, you know, an autistic person being narcissistic, okay? I hope that helps you. Hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast. Have a great day. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. 
It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at The Game EXP123 and also on Instagram the game EXP123. Okay, and have a great day.